brainwashing of our children to disturbing new heights. According to whistleblower documents obtained by my next guest, a third grade teacher at a Cupertino, California elementary school forced students to deconstruct their identities and then rank themselves according to power and privilege. The teacher also reportedly told students, we live in a, quote, dominant culture of white, middle-class, cisgender, educated, able-bodied Christian English speakers, that's a mouthful, who created this culture in order to hold power and stay in power. Joining me now is the man who uncovered that bigoted lesson, Chris Rufo, contributing editor at City Journal. Chris, um, I'm guessing a concerned parent uh, got you these documents, am I correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. A parent found out what was going on, was outraged, and uh, in so many cases, parents aren't able to do something, but in this case, uh, they brought the evidence to the principal and they demanded an end to it. And the thing that's really interesting is that this parent is actually Chinese-American. Uh, this parent learned about the cultural revolution in China that started with this kind of demonization and struggle sessions, eventually leading to the deaths of millions. And she told me she's afraid that it's already happening here in the United States, and these lessons uh, terrified her to the core. Well, I also think it's racist. I'm going to say it. I think they are racially dividing America at a time where our country is going through difficult times of the pandemic, our economy, obviously the upheaval politically. But I think it's racist. They're, they're demonizing all people who are non-minority and th throwing them all into some big pot of intolerance. And then all these kids are like, what? I just want to go play kickball. Or <laughs> it's, it's, it's just bad. It's, it's bad teaching. It's vindictive. And it's propagandistic. So you're right. Chairman Mao would be thrilled. Chris, one of the assignments given to the third graders is um, in that school, I guess it's a slide and it shows students were asked to write about their identities and how it impacts their privilege. This was all during a uh, math class. Is that right? Math? Yeah, it was during a math class, and uh, they asked students basically to deconstruct their identities, their racial identity, their sexual identity, whether they were transgender or not, and then create an identity map and decide which aspects of their identity were the oppressor and which aspects of their identity were the oppressed. So they're not only dividing America along racial lines, but they're actually dividing eight- and nine-year-old children along these lines uh, that are generated first in academia and a kind of neo-Marxist theory, uh, now being pushed at as low as elementary school level. Um, and these kids have to be bewildered, but they trust their teachers. Um, but unfortunately, parents should do anything but trust these teachers. They have to find out what's going on, and they have to stop it. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Quarter. Naturally, that came out of California. Not a big surprise there. California, if I lived there... Pay attention to the earthquakes because if all of a sudden you guys slide into the ocean, it would not surprise me, not one little bit. The evilness and wickedness that is going on over there is unrivaled anywhere else. There's a couple other states that are close, but California is just a absolute disgrace to humankind. That doesn't mean every Californian is, but what the government over there is trying to do to indoctrinate these children and people and everything else that they're doing with the shutdowns and acting as dictators. What a terrible, terrible state to be living in. And hopefully anybody that's a conservative or shares some type of traditional American values, even if you're not a conservative, if you're liberal, but you do love this country, get out, 
go to a different state, never forget where you came from and look at all the policies they have there and do not vote for the same type of policies in the places that you end up going because that would be stupid. Let's be honest. Um, This week, obviously Wednesday, the impeachment happened and not a big surprise. They ended up impeaching with the help of 10 Republicans. Pay attention to which Republicans voted to impeach Trump to make sure that they do not make it past 2022. That is the only way we could fight back by ensuring that they are out of office. So let's go forward with that. Now, during the impeachment, uh, Fancy Nancy ended up breaking her own rules for the new 117th. She ended up using the terms, I am a wife, a mother, in their brand new rules package. You're not allowed to use words like that. Uh, You know, just more hypocrisy from the left. They can do it, but you can't. If any Republican House member had come up there and said, I'm a father, uh, I'm a brother, I'm an aunt, I'm an uncle, I'm a grandfather, whatever, yeah, I'm sure that would have been all over the news. They'd have made a big stink about it. But since it was Nancy Pelosi, she gets a free pass because, you know, the way they are, they can do it, but you cannot. This whole impeachment thing's getting way out of hand anyways. You're trying to impeach a president, and I said this in my last podcast, that currently he's got five days left. I mean, we're really pushing forward, not to mention multiple people have already said, you know, these are professors, these are people that teach the Constitution, these are former federal judges. Once a person is out of office, you cannot impeach a private citizen. So I don't know why they think they're going to move forward beyond the 19th. It's not going to happen. Okay. Now, if they do, it's against the constitution, obviously. So I would assume Trump would challenge that legally, in which case, if the Supreme Court, which has not been the most reliable, should vote and stick to the constitution and say it was unconstitutional. Therefore, Trump can run again in 2024. Now, let's get serious. If Trump does run in 2024 or is still available to run in 2024, if you think the attacks on him are going to stop, you are insane. You're not living in the same world we are. They are going to tarnish this man continually for the next four years because they don't want him to run. I'm sure they're going to go through a legal process to try to get him where uh, he gets some type of a charge on anything so that way he has some type of a, a felony or anything that would opt him out. They're going to attack this man nonstop because he is the biggest threat that they have, period. Donald Trump, 2024, is their worst nightmare. Now, they will be thinking about him night and day until that point. Or if they pull this off and the Supreme Court rules with him and we've lost total control of the entire country, then I guess then they won't worry about it. Uh, One of the, the House members from the Democratic side said it best. He said... Uh, and I wish I had the uh, the article that I read it in. Don't quote me word for word on this. But he said more or less that this is sending a loud and clear message to anybody else that wants to dare try to come and cause disruption like Donald Trump did that we won't tolerate it and basically you won't get elected. So what that means in layman's terms is he infiltrated their swamp. They don't want you in a swamp because you messed up the good little thing that they thought they had going there. So they're going to make sure that that never happens again. Big surprise. Man, there has been a lot of news since just Tuesday. My God, I tried to keep up with everything on Tuesday, even some stupid news about that manatee in Florida. Um, but the news, it just, it's not stopping. 
at all. We have had multiple arrests since Tuesday for people who have actually been officially caught for election fraud. You know, the one that the mainstream media says is impossible, safe elections. There's no such thing as fraud. Yeah. Well, guess what? They ended up catching a woman was arrested for election fraud charges in Texas and a uh, democratic city councilman was arrested for election fraud in Louisiana. So that election fraud that they're so certain never happened. Yeah, it happened. So try again. Eh. You don't collect $200 and you don't pass go. And God forbid, if you try to post that on, on any type of social media platform, or you ain't going to see that in the news, but if you did, I'm sure Jack from Twitter is going to stop you from doing it because project Veritas just came out with a video, which I guess was somebody on the inside of Twitter filming Jack. And, uh, well, this is what he had to say. So there you have it. The one account that they were fixated on was obviously Donald Trump's account. They made sure to silence him. And if anybody didn't see the warning that if you can silence the president of the United States, literally the most powerful man in the world, if you can silence him, we're easy pickings. You could shut any of us down. You could shut all of us down. It's frightful. I don't know how many of you read this and it's been around for a while. And I know in school we had to read it and I picked it up again and read it again just to refresh myself. Cause you know, you don't remember everything you read from school. Like I read uh, catcher in the rye and I did read the old man in the sea and of mice and men. And I do remember the main plots behind them, but you don't remember every single detail. Um, if you get a chance to pick up the book, uh, 1984 by Orwell, it's going to scare the hell out of you. 
Okay. Because the first 20 pages, it's almost like you're living that now. There's about one or two small items that don't fit. But beyond that, even in just that first 20 pages of the book, it's going to scare you to death. This is something he wrote in 1948. And it is so relevant right now. It's scary. It's almost like he could see into the future or because he just lived it. He was writing down what he lived and we are repeating the past. However you want to look at it. But Jack intends to silence all of us. Now on Twitter, he is completely purging any conservative thought, any conservative account, any of it. And they're going to continue to do so. There was a uh, news article that came out that they got rid of 70,000 QAnon accounts. Now I don't know a whole lot about QAnon. They're very, there's a lot of mystery around them. It's not my cup of tea. You know, I, I don't know about conspiracy theories. I don't like people that aren't straight up. Um, if you got something to say, say it. And if you don't have anything to say, then don't say nothing at all. It's kind of the way I live my life. I don't, uh, don't want to sit here and you give me little hints here and there. Kind of like Linwood was doing. When Linwood was tweeting, he would uh, give you vague tweets. And you'd go, okay, well, you're giving me all these vague things. Or you're saying all this stuff's going to happen. But we never see anything more than what you say. And he would sit there and try to defend himself. Now, I had said in a previous podcast about him, too. I think it's genius what he did in um, Georgia as far as telling people not to vote. And the way I looked at it myself was by doing what he was doing, he was drawing as much attention as he could to that election so that there were more eyes on it and less availability to cheat. However, that backfired because I don't think all the people in Georgia actually went out and voted anyways. So that ended up, you know, look where we're at. You got Warnock and and, uh, Ossoff. Great. You got a nasty socialist and another just complete idiot. I mean, they're both idiots, but I mean, good job there in Georgia that that we lost those not blaming everybody. It just, it's a shame. Kemp came out uh, earlier in the week saying now he's going to require signature verification for uh, all votes. Okay. Now you're going to do it. It was a problem during the election after the election to verify, but now you're going to do it. You think we're all stupid and we don't understand why? You don't want to have the same fate as what happened. So in 2022, when it's time for you to get voted out, you want to make sure everything's on a level because you think the people are going to keep you there. I think you're about to lose your seat and it's only a matter of time. Hopefully 2022 is going to be a good year for conservatives and for America in general. And we'll end up taking back the House and hopefully the Senate. Um, And then that way things will somewhat calm down at least a lot of the real radical things won't be getting passed until that point we're going to be in a dogfight. there was an article that came out from the daily mail that a bank in england said if you do not wear a mask they're going to cancel your account do you see where this is going this is like total domination this is we're the ruling class and you guys are going to do what we tell you or where you're going to be punished like we're children. They ended up canceling this gentleman's bank account because he refused to wear a mask because he doesn't believe in the science. Funny thing about that. There was an article that was just posted that shows lockdowns don't work. I previously told you about an article from the University of Florida for asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic people Your chances of spreading it to somebody if you're not wearing a mask is less than a percent. It's 0.7. Okay, so obviously masks do not work. Because this article was published, 
Now you have Cuomo, you have Lightfoot, everybody saying we got to open up these lockdowns. We got to stop them. There's going to be nothing to open up. (laughs) What are you talking about? There's already nothing to open up. De Blasio and Cuomo have destroyed New York. That's a joke. California, decimated. Chicago, decimated. Good job. Uh, uh, Whitmer, you killed Michigan. Detroit, everything else. I mean, Detroit was struggling anyways, but regardless, it's gone. You guys have killed them. Any small business, you have killed these people. And now you're going to say, oh, we got to open everything back up. No, we're not that dumb. Everybody knows what's happening right now, or at least maybe I'm the only sane person left. I don't know. But the only reason that all of a sudden you guys are pro-opening everything up is because of Inauguration Day. Because when Joe gets in office, then you're going to try to make the economy roar back. You're going to say Joe defeated the virus through the vaccines. The distribution's so much better. The stock market's going up. You're going to try to make him look like a superstar right off the rip to try to finish off what you people are doing, which is erase the results of the 2016 election and get rid of Trump, period. Because that's what you do. Everything with you guys is a shell game. It's a lie. You don't follow no science. God. We live in some frustrating times. And, uh, It's in these times that I know everybody would like to detach. I know that everybody's sick and tired of the news and you'd like to just nothing more than to shut it off, stop paying attention and go about your day. And I do agree with you up to a certain point. Unfortunately, we are in such a fragile moment in American history that you do need to pay attention more than ever, that you do have to stay informed, that you do have to search out truth because if you don't, you're going to fall victim to their game. We got to bind together as people. We're just at that moment. It's unfortunate, but I truly believe what they say. History repeats itself. We're kind of at that point. I guess we're due, Uh, but we all need to stand up and fight. Do I think that the United States is going down? I do not. Personally, I'm a little more optimistic than that. I think that the United States will survive. Uh, I do think that Joe and his uh, radical band of misfits are going to implement things that are going to be bad. And we're going to have to fight against with everything we have. Um, I think that if we win in 2022, we slow it down. You know, they're never going to stop. They're always going to keep coming. They want socialism. They want complete control. That's not going to go away. But I think that if we get the upper hand, we slow it down. Uh, We can foil some of their plots. So they got to find new ways to get what they want and achieve what they want. But ultimately... You know, like I said earlier, we're in a dogfight and it's going to be that way. So you got to pay attention. You can't just give up and not, and not pay attention. Now, if you want to take a day in the week, I generally pick out Sundays. Sunday's my day. I don't go on social media. I don't watch news. I completely detach myself. Where did I figure that, you know, philosophy out? Rush Limbaugh does the same thing. I like what he says. He takes a day where he completely detaches and I agree with him. It's worked out well for me. I turn it off. My mind eases and I'm ready Monday to get right back at it. So I think you need a day. It's like taking a weekend in your mind. So you you need a day down, but for the most part, you have to pay attention. We have to help each other out. If you hear good information and you know it's good information, tell people about it. Uh, Another thing, political correctness, damn that. If you're a Christian and you love God, say so. If you're Jewish and you love God, say so. You want to call a man a man and a woman a woman? Say so. All this political correctness is getting us nowhere. 
all of this is doing is helping indoctrinate people. It's making people scared. You're worried about getting canceled. Well, if enough of us do it, how many people can you possibly cancel? You don't think that what I'm doing, uh, if my voice was to get big enough, they'd try to cancel me? Of course they would. I'm not scared of it. I welcome it. I, I, the what type of person I am, if you're attacking me, I know I'm doing a good job. It doesn't bother me. Those attacks don't bother me. Okay, come on, come with it. I'm good with it because I'm here to try to spread real information and tell the truth. That's what it's all about. So, ooh, it is busy to say the least. And I will try my best to keep up with it and pick and choose stories that I think are relevant uh, to keep you as informed as possible. If you'd like to reach out to me, uh, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at Gmail. I am at Clout Hub. Uh, little Joe's CC. I'm also on Gab. I'll get that to you later because Gab is having nonstop problems. They're just getting flooded with people. So it's not, you know, their fault. It's just conservatives need a place to go. I'm still on Twitter for now. Hopefully parlor will come back up Twitter. I am at L J C O N S E R C R N. Uh, if you could find me or even see my post, I pretty much get no responses, no retweets. I get nothing on there anymore, and I've been being purged nonstop. I've been losing followers and the people I'm following daily. So I don't know how much longer that's going to be. I was just trying to hold out for these other two sites to really get kicking. Um, we'll see how that goes. If you like what you're hearing, tell some people about me. Word of mouth is best. Um, otherwise, God bless. Have a good night. <laughs>